Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. When did Jesus have your back? That was the show we did a couple of weeks ago, and apparently we weren't done because God keeps blessing us with more amazing stories of faith and obedience. So I true, I, I really do have to share the one that was posted after last week's show at ChristianCarGuy.com. In other words, after the show, I went back and checked the website, and here's this New, when did Jesus have your backstory? That was not from last week's show, but from the week before, but yet they just posted this story. And when I read this to you here shortly, if it doesn't send chills up your spine, I you, I don't know what to say. This one is, I've seen a lot of stuff posted at my website, Jerry, but you, it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And especially if you have a, what related to me was a 20-year-old daughter. I think it's one you're talking about. That is the one of, I'm yeah. talking about. And... We're going to read that here in just a minute. You're going to want to hear that story. But the question, I, you know, we know that there's more stories out there. So God apparently wasn't done with this. So we're coming back with, when did Jesus have your back to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a, a, you know, a little plan words there. It's a lot of fun. You started, but, you know, we're going to put a little new twist on it today. And we want you to call in with it again, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four, but the new twist. And again, even if you have any story, we want to hear it by all means. But the new twist is: When did Jesus have your back when you started headed off for somewhere, but you never made it? Like the folks on nine eleven that didn't make the plane. When did he have your back like that? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four is a number to call in. We would love to hear. When did Jesus have your backstory? 866-34-TRUTH. And, of course, here to help us out, because it's the third Saturday of the month, is our own Christian body shop guy, one of my just personal heroes, Jerry Mathis with Ray's Body Shop. Jerry, you've got a Jesus Got Your Back story that's happened with your people just in the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, sometimes God will will take care of us in ways we don't understand. And uh, as a matter of fact, it was... Super Bowl Sunday at about 6 o'clock, one of my drivers was driving one of our international rollbacks, one of the bigger trucks, and had just finished up a call and was heading up 150 Peters Creek uh, in Winston-Salem. And a young lady, if you've ever gone up 150, you'll understand how those flashing turn lanes and that flashing yellow light is awful confusing, which uh, something I think we need to take a look at And as far as... But... As he comes up on this intersection, this young lady gets a yellow flashing light and turns directly in front of him. And he was probably said he was going 55 miles an hour, 50. He wasn't really sure, but he was with traffic, had a green light. And he said he knows he didn't start hitting his brake till he made contact with her. And she was driving a, a, a little Mitsubishi Gallant. Uh, thought, you know, you wouldn't think that'd be that car that's going to save your life, but it pushed that car the you could stand inside the beside the driver's door and reach across and touch the passenger door, and she survived it, and that was certainly a blessing. And but even more, at the, yeah. as she was pregnant, 
she was pregnant, went to the hospital. They took the baby, and the last I heard, everything was, was going well with both of them. The little baby was four pounds and certainly been in our prayers, and it certainly shook up my driver. We took him out of the truck for a, for a week for a little bit of time, just sort of uh, get him to calm down because it was a frightening experience for him. But through it all, I mean, there was a lot of answered prayers there, and, and a lot of prayers went up for, for all three of them. That's another amazing story. Again, the one we're going to read here in a minute is is equally as amazing. But when did Jesus have your back? 866-348-7884. We would certainly love to hear your story. And then at the bottom of the hour, we have some big news from Ford. we got Mark Har- Mike Hardy, Ford's Director of Quality and Product Planning. So it's going to be exciting to hear from him. And then... In our appraisal by the real black book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. The Bible is full of stories when Jesus had people's backs. But what about Moses? He never made it to the promised land. (laughs) He got to look at it. Do you think that was a tease? I have to admit, down deep in my heart, I've always called unnecessary roughness on this one. I mean, did you think it was a little over the top, God? I mean, so he slipped up a bit. Give the Moes a break. I mean, he he, he 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 slipped up a bit, but not get to go in the promised land after all that he, he went through. He parted the sea with, you know, your help obviously brought the water out of a rock, but come on now. So... God means business. When he says it, he means business. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you, Jerry, I have been angry about this for years. And so now, today in our Appraisal Bible, the Real Black Book, I've had a breakthrough this week. And hopefully to give you a breakthrough on how God really did have Moses' back. Again, keep calling in. I don't know. We've got these calls lighting up here. 866-34-TRUTH. If you didn't get through, just try ringing it again. 866-348-788. Eight four is the number to call in. I know we had a little momentary phone problem, but call back. We will get you on. We'd love to hear your story. I'm Robbie Dilmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in retail automobile business. But as we always say, it's much more important that I'm your brother in Christ. The Christian car guy show, we hope, is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for. No debt. Watching people buy cars for 35 years going into debt broke my heart, and God called me to do this show with one of those things being a big thing we talk about regularly. And cars need tender, loving care, and they need a name like Old Red. And Old I, Red looking good outside when I pulled up. Yeah, I'm fixing to drive to Tennessee yeah. right after the shows today without hesitating with 324,000 miles about. But think about it. You see, old tractors, they've been out in the elements since the 40s still running. Why do you think if you take care of your car, it will last as long as you do. And, and I have to tell a funny little story about that. You know, I have this video up I've had for a year, actually, called The Christian Car Guy and Sound Racer when I had the show that had the little thing that made Old Red sound like a Ferrari. And that thing just went over 10,000 hits. Well, last, <laughs> last Wednesday, my daughter came in and she says, there's a funny comment on your the YouTube video, you know, you've gone over 10,000 hits, but what's up with this? And, 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 and I won't use the exact words that were in the thing, but it, it was like, I call foul. <laughs> this can't be the Christian car guy. Some guy driving around in a nineties model Dodge truck with 291,000 miles on it, which is what it had at the time. He can't be the Christian car guy. He must be the Jewish. Car guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, not not making any slants toward Jewish, but that's I wasn't my comment. But nonetheless, my daughter didn't understand <laughs> what does that mean, Daddy. I, well, we had to go into that. But the show today is not about stuff like that. It is about how, when did Jesus have your back? And again, you can find out all about this at ChristianCarGuy.com. You got to hear the story I'm going to share in a minute. But we got Dee Dee. Excuse me. We got D. We have D in Greensboro. D. I understand you've got a story for us. I do. I really do. What you got? Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for taking my call, and uh, secondly, I want to tell you how much I appreciate your your program. I've been listening to it uh, almost from the time you've been on, and always enjoy it. Well, thank you. But I do have a have a story. Back when I was about uh, fifteen, we had been. I was. I grew up in Colorado, and it was a Sunday, and we'd been oh about fifty miles away visiting some relatives. And about 5 o'clock, it started to snow. And about the same time, we were starting on the way home. Uh, we we came from, anybody knows anything about the territory, we came from Longmont wow. to uh, Loveland. I used to live in Longmont, believe it or not, D. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I went to junior high there, Long's and, Peak uh, Junior High. It, it, got, it start, really started to blow in, and we left. Made the turn for Loveland towards Greeley. Wow. And uh, came and blowing where you couldn't see the fence post on the side of the road. I was sitting in the back seat. My dad was driving. The whole family was in the car. And he couldn't see even the center line. And I could see it a little better from the back seat. And so I was, in effect, guiding from the back seat. We got within about nine miles of Greeley, where where we lived, and the motor drowned it out by the snow being blown into the hood. Wow. And um, about the time the motor went dead, there what appeared to be a big red truck pulled in behind us. Nobody got out. Nobody got out of our car. Nobody got out of the truck, and he started pushing, or the truck started pushing us, and pushed us nine miles into the town. And uh, we looked around, and there was no red truck. Oh, my word. I don't know what is. That's worth tuning in today alone, D. I can't believe what an amazing story. Well, when did Jesus have your back? You call us with yours, 866-348-7884. God bless you, D. Thank you for that. That blessed me. When were you headed somewhere and you never got there and it turned out to be a huge blessing? Jesus had your back even in when your plans weren't made. You didn't make the trip that you thought you were going to make. When did Jesus come in? And save the day. The story that I just we just heard. Oh man, I, I this God is doing amazing things out there all the time, and it's so encouraging to hear. And and please, I know some people called in. I wish you'd call us back and share that story. It may not seem like you know you're familiar with the story. We've never heard it before. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. That's the number to call in. And please, please share. What God has done in your life. Now, this this is the story I, I've 
didn't mean to. I was actually going to read it in the first segment, but you've got to hear this. This is from a listener in Louisville, Kentucky, listening on 94.7 WFIA, <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Louisville. But anyway, she wrote, hi, I love your show. I got to read this part too, Jerry, because, you know, <laughs> we just she, what does she love? What does she love, Bobby? <laughs> we just recently picked it up in the Louisville area. I love your insights. I thought about calling in last week with this story. It is actually my daughter's story. A few years ago, I was extremely concerned about my daughter, Julia. She was 20 years old and had recently lost her three best friends in a car accident. She didn't seem to want to go on living. She felt guilty about still being alive and was having trouble sleeping because she kept having nightmares about the accident. I was praying for her like I had never prayed before. One night, she came home about 1 a.m., I was waiting up for her. She came in and said, the weirdest thing just happened. I was driving across the bridge, and I guess I must have fallen asleep because someone beeped at me and woke me up. I was about to drive off the side of the bridge, so I swerved over. Then the car got in front of me and drove really slow. It wasn't a red truck, though. (laughs) It made me think of Julianne because the car had a German license plate. Julianne was her friend who died in the car accident and was actually a German exchange student. So I asked, how could the car have a German license plate? She said, no, it was like it was a car from Germany, but it had German words on it. So I asked, what were the words? And she said, ich bin, which is I-C-H-B-I-N. I don't know German, so I asked her what it meant, and she said, I am. I said, I am? And again, those of us who are really familiar with the Bible knows what I am means. And I cold chills came over. Julia said, that is God. She looked at me like I was crazy, so I explained what I meant. Ever since then, I've had a piece about my daughter that I didn't have before. Now, if we'd have got to look at the back of the red truck that our friend D called in, he might, <laughs> might have been. <laughs> it, but it, that... Is that not one of the most amazing things and so encouraging to me to hear how God had this daughter's back and the prayers that were involved in all that stuff? We would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. Jerry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know you. No, no, I was just I'm sitting here when I, I read that story. And as having a young daughter, I'll guarantee you there is no more prayers that's lifted up for anyone and when you have a young daughter or son as a father and mother when they get out on that road because it is certainly... Oh, man. And the lines are lighting up again, folks. I appreciate all these calls. Wow, just keep keep calling in because we'll get to you. And, and I appreciate it. We got Bianca is in Greensboro. Bianca, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi, good morning. What you got for us? You know, it's funny. I was listening to you guys and... Um, really, I think that God has really shown his protection on my life, especially during those times where I really didn't have a reliable car. Um, and I was having several problems with the car that I had, but I just believe that there are people that God has, that God has actually dispatched out there with trucks and with chains to pull people out. (laughs) I'll I'll never forget. There was one time. It was snowy outside. It was snowy and icy, and I was on my way home from work, and my car actually slid in a ditch. 
And I was sitting there and I was thinking, how in the world am I going to get myself out of this ditch? This is crazy. And you know how you actually make your situation worse when you push the accelerator to try to get out of any sort of like icy oh, yeah, situation like that? Yeah. So I'm sitting there and um, I'm hitting that accelerator and I'm trying as hard as I can to get out. And then the only thing I have left to do is pray. So I start praying. I said, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this ditch. I don't know what I'm going to do. I need some help. I need somebody to come help me. And sure enough, this man came out of nowhere with uh, with a truck, and he had a chain. And he went and actually hitched the car up and pulled me out out of nowhere. And that's happened to me like several times. And then on top of that... Um, there was this one time I was on my way. I used to commute back and forth from Greensboro to Winston-Salem to work. And I was on the side of the road. My tire had busted. My parents were out of town at that point, and I had no one here to call. No one. And I didn't have a spare tire. Oh, I'll wow. never forget. I was sitting on the side of the road, and I started praying. I said, God, please, I need help. I don't have anybody to call. And as a matter of fact, at that point, my cell phone was actually cut off. Uh, I didn't have any cell phone or anything. So I was sitting there praying, and then um, I said, you know what? I said, um, I'm just going to get out, and I'm going to start walking. Maybe I can get to somebody to help me somewhere at a gas station. So just as I'm getting ready to get out, these two men pull up, and they have a tire exactly my size. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly my size. And they come. They didn't even really say anything to me. They hitch the car up, and they change the tire for me. They get back in their car and drive off. Now, did you have a chance to look at their license plate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't have a chance to look at their license plate. But, oh, yeah, he's, he's really come through for me. God, really. that's, Bianca, you are blessed. God bless you. Thank you for calling in so much. I really, really am blessed, and I know a lot of listeners are. God bless you. I appreciate it so much. Thanks. We need to hear from you folks, 866 348 Seven eight eight four is a number to call in. We want to hear when did Jesus have your back? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four. We've got Jim. Jim, did Jesus have your back too? Are you? Yeah, I'm talking to you, Jim? Jim. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for giving me an opportunity to tell when Jesus had my back. I've been listening to some incredible, incredible stories. But, you know, the Lord has a way of stepping in and having your back. He does. In my case, um, my mother went to a doctor, and the doctor told her she had a tumor, and uh, she needed to operate right away. And she had reservations, so she didn't allow him to operate, she said she needed to talk to her, her husband before she really decided to let him operate to remove the tumor. So when she told my father about... Hey, Jim, I hate to interrupt you because we've got to go a break to a break, but I know everybody's sitting on the edge of their seat wanting to hear the rest of your story. So when we come back, we're going to hear what happened with Jim's mother. We're going to hear more stories. we got Ford coming up. He's going to tell us about some exciting news they've got and we got this appraisal by the real black book what about moses did god leave him out in the cold we're gonna hear a lot more coming up on the christian car guy show stay tuned I've been everywhere. 
travel I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. When did you take off for someplace, but you never got there, but you found out Jesus had your back? Kind of like the people that left for 9-11 didn't make the plane. And we've got Jim on the line. He was telling us right before the break about his mother that needed this surgery. But uh, And we, we're, we're going to give you back the, the opportunity, Jim, to finish your story there. Well, she didn't need the surgery. She was told that she needed surgery to remove a tumor. Right. And she talked to my father, and my father said, calling her name, I don't need to reveal my mother's name. Um, if you feel like that you are carrying or stagnant, then maybe you need to see another doctor. So she did. It turned out I was the tumor. Jesus had my back. Wow. I came into the world. (laughs) (laughs) Now, couple, couple. Well, I was... (laughs) Coupled with that, it turned out that my mother subsequently learned that this particular doctor, I won't call his name, uh, he said that, he did for a number of years. Uh, I like to emphasize. And so uh, uh, I don't have any regard for that particular doctor. I can imagine. The doctor that, 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 uh, the doctor it would have really been a gym and deck to me. It wouldn't have been. Doctor, <laughs> may I finish it, please? Oh, the doctor that really delivered me, I do have a lot of regard for him because he became the first member of uh, uh, school board and city council here in Greensboro, and they named a school after him. His name was Hampton. Wonderful. Dr. Hampton. That is a wonderful story, Jim. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in and sharing that. That's one I will never forget. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Well, as promised, Ford's got some really, really big news, big news coming up. And unfortunately, apparently I got fat fingered and just dropped the uh, chairman of Ford's (laughs) quality. (laughs) But he's coming right back. So we're going to have him for us here with their big news, which I am excited about. But unfortunately, I guess I pushed the wrong button and not the first time that's ever happened. that I've dropped the caller at the wrong at the wrong minute, Jerry. But, you know, these stories, they keep coming. We would love to hear yours. 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. Again, <laughs> we've got our man with quality with Ford on the line. I appreciate, Mike, you staying with us here. I'm sorry I, I got fat-fingered to hit the wrong line. Thank you for being with us. Hey, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to say that, you know, Lexus was getting a lot of press this week about this J.D. Power thing, and then all of a sudden I realized the one that should have got all the press was Ford. You guys got some big news. We we certainly did. We got some great news. The uh, the Ford Fusion uh, won the uh, J.D. Power's award for most dependable for the second year in a row, and the Lincoln MKZ, you know, the little small, cool uh, Lincoln, won for the, actually the fourth year in a row. So, so it's been uh, winning, winning, and winning. And also the uh, the Explorer won for uh, topping its segment for the most dependable vehicles. These are 2009 model years and three years in service. So we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, to explain this to our listeners, what J.D. Powers does, from what I understand, is they 
are going out to not the last model. They're going out to three-year-old cars to check on That's de- right. dependability. So like you said, they're 2009 models. And yep. then they're asking those people within the last 12 months, you know, were, did they have any problems with their car? And so this is a huge thing. This isn't something like dependability in the first year. This, these cars are three years old. And, and it's a wonderful award because at that point in time, in 2009, when you think about it, the government was bailing out several other, <laughs> I won't go in any names, but you guys were at that time building top quality stuff. That's that's exactly right. This was the uh, this was the year where there was really a meltdown in the overall sales, and so a ton of manufacturers were having difficulty getting their vehicles sold. So things were sitting on the lot for a while. the The prices were coming down. Everything was everything was uh, was really melting down in the overall sales, and and uh, we had all kinds of issues in plants and what's going to go on and bankruptcies like you talked about. And in the meantime, Ford was making some real high-quality products, and the people that, that bought these vehicles absolutely love them, and they uh, they came out the most dependable vehicles out there. And with it, even they had the Mustang, you know, a perennial bestseller for, uh, for Ford Motor Company for eons. It scored at the top of its segment as well, but uh, J.D. Powers didn't give a trophy because there weren't enough sales of some of the other products to, for it to compete against. So, uh, so even though it's one of the top most most dependable vehicles in the in the survey, it didn't win an award because it, you have to have at least three other main other models in that same segment for them to give it an award. Now, Mike, as as the head of quality there at Ford, you know what a boy they just put a monkey on your back the size of <laughs> you know. But in your time there, what would you say has been the key to to making a the quality what what has become you know Ford to be really a, just a standard for quality. Well, it, it really has, and of course, we all remember the you know quality is job one and different ad campaigns and all that. But uh, what we've done in in um, in the last several years is we really buckled down. We got some better electronic systems, and we take every single warranty claim that happens on a vehicle, every single customer contact from a survey response or something like that. We ship all that information within 24 hours to back to the plant where it was manufactured. So then the people there read through the claims and then try to figure out what they can do to never inconvenience a customer again. And what can we do in the plant or what can we do in our design process in order to make those vehicles better? And as a matter of fact, in, since uh, in, well, in the last three years, our overall warranty repair rate has dropped by 40%. So, so if you look at these vehicles that we're talking about here, these are great vehicles. J.D. Power says so, highly dependable. And the ones that we're building right now are even 40% better than that. Now, what would you say to our listeners, Mike, since we got you, <laughs> and, and, and that they could personally do, because I know that we got a lot of loyal Ford drivers out there, when they, when they perceive that there is a, a quality issue with their Ford what, as the d- director, would you like them, what would be the process they should do? It, well, if they have an issue, definitely take it right back to that dealer and have a conversation with them and and, and, uh, and get those things fixed. Uh, that's the first first point of contact for it, for anything in that regard. Um, so, so if the dealer can help you out, if the dealer can't help you out, then, uh, then what you can do is have some discussions with the uh, regional representatives with the dealerships, and you'll get in contact with Ford Motor Company above 
above the dealer. There's also a, a hotline that's provided inside the glove box of everything that we sell. If you want to call the customer assistance center, if you got a particular issue with your dealer or something, give them a ring and uh, try to work it through that way. Yeah, and another thing I might just add, because I was a dealer all these years, uh, was that a lot of time, bring your dealer in on the team and say, look, I know you're, 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 can you contact Ford on my behalf? Because I just feel like they need to know about this. And can you help me? But, but rather than feel like leaving the dealer, the dealer really, really, a lot of times wants to help you too. They really don't know what to do, but with you, the customer and, and the dealer contacting the manufacturer, whether it's Ford or Chevy or whoever, it, 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 it it really indicates that this is a, t- you know, it's not us against Ford. It's not the the customer against the dealer. Realize that we are all on the same team, all of us. It, it, we're brothers and sisters, actually, if you want to get down to it. But, you know, bring everybody in and give, their, give them a chance because, really, they don't wake up every morning trying to get you in a rotten car. They wake up every morning trying to provide you the best possible transportation that they can do. Like, you can hear Mike's heart. These people at Ford Absolutely. are doing everything they can to make this happen. Well, so's that dealer, so's that salesman, so's that mechanic in the back and at the body shop, right? Jerry, you got guys every yeah. day. They're, they've devoted their whole life to this. Yeah, and it, and it is a team. And I think you, you mentioned something there, Robbie. Bring everybody, get everybody involved, and you'll be amazed what can happen. God bless you, Mike. We appreciate you guys at Ford so much and the time that you give us here on this show regularly. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Absolutely. Anytime. God bless Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks. All right. Well, we got more stories. Believe me, where Jesus had your back. We got Diane's been hanging on Wake Forest for so long. Thank you, Diane. When did Jesus have your back? Yes, he did. Um, I've been wanting to tell this story for a long time. Oh, good. Um, I was going down a major highway, like a six-lane expressway, and I lost control of my car, and it started spinning around. It spun around toward the oncoming traffic. And I could see all the cars. It was 5 o'clock, and I could see all the cars coming towards me. And I just shut my eyes. I just knew I was going to die. And um, all of a sudden, my car was parked on the side of the road, right behind a sign. I didn't even hit the sign. And I just sat there for like 30 minutes. I couldn't believe that I was parked like that. And when I finally got back on the road, I passed the sign that said, God saves, just a few feet down the road. Oh, oh man, and, that didn't bring tears to your eyes, did it? Yeah, and I knew, you know, that he had done it. So I've been wanting to share that story for a long time. Well, God bless you, Diane, and I'm so glad you got to, because I know there's people out there that are encouraged. You know, we go through the day worrying about what clothes we're going to wear or what we're going to eat tomorrow. But meanwhile, God's doing huge things for us. We had no idea. God bless Absolutely. you. I appreciate your call so much. And thank you for hanging on for so long. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. When did Jesus have your back? 866-348-7884 is the number. We would love to hear your story. Jerry is like me. We're sitting here. We're <laughs> like, man, <laughs> you know, radio doesn't get any better than this just here and how, how God has worked in all, in all of your lives, and we would love to hear your story. We got Dwayne's up next. Well, we just lost Dwayne. <laughs> he, he was... <laughs> well, we got to move on, of course, to our appraisal by the Real Black Cook book, because a lot of you are going, Robbie, what's this with Moses? It sounds like you got a bad attitude here. <laughs> and the truth is, I did. I did have a bad attitude. I will admit it. 
<laughs> but in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, if you've never heard the show before, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. You know, the Bible is certainly full of stories where Jesus had people's back. But I, I've always had a little problem with the whole Moses story, not letting him go into the promised land, taking him up on the mountain, let him see it. You know, if I was a referee in this game, I would be calling unnecessary roughness. Wouldn't you, Jerry? <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't want to step out on that, you know, getting mad at God's stuff I'm too I'm going to go out of that plank with you, okay? <laughs> but I, I just, you know, but I was listening actually to Christian Radio, a great thing on our Truth Radio Network here. Or Truth Network, I won't say radio. As Truth Network, I get, I got to get in the habit of saying that. But, and it was actually the RBC, our, our Daily Bread show, and they were talking about how different people in the Hebrews 11, that Moses did this through faith, that he chose to suffer rather than hang out with Pharaoh and the boys. <laughs> he chose to go to Egypt, and, and he chose this. And, and, and then they went into that whole scene, you know, where here's Moses, and he suffered, and he didn't get to go in the promised land. And so I'm in the car praying, God, what's up? What? I don't understand. I just don't understand. But actually, I was so I was so encouraged this week by these comments at ChristianCarGuy.com about the Jesus labor love, but also this. that I said, Jesus, I know you had Moses' back. What's the deal? And he said, now, Robbie, if I'd let Moses go into the, his idea of the promised land, what was headed, what was he headed for? Well, those of us who know the rest of the story, <laughs> he was headed for Aiken's sin and a whole bunch of trouble and the AI people murdering. Pe- and what was he headed for? He was headed for a lot of trouble there when it just wasn't a cakewalk into the promised land, by the way. <laughs> so, and Moses was no spring chicken at this point. <laughs> Moses got to go to the real promised land, not the one that that he could look out and see, that he got to see the good land flowing with milk and honey. But the milk and honey that Moses got to eat shortly thereafter was the real deal, Jerry. Yeah, hey. Reaping the rewards of, you know, sometimes in life, well, not you may be going there, you know, we, we sort of focus on the earthly things and temporal things and can lose focus on eternity. And that's the point. You know, I'm getting all upset because Moses didn't get to go into all this trouble. <laughs> what? What are you, you think thinking? Maybe God had a God maybe knew better. Robbie, what were you thinking? We got Alta is in Kentucky. She may know when Jesus. Hello. Her. Hey, hello, Alta. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? We are excited to hear your story. We really are. Thank you. Um, I just happened to pass where the accident happened, but I'd like to tell my story. Um, I was in quality control work off a of river road in Louisville, Kentucky. and um, Oh, oh Alto, had... we got to go to a break. And we now you've got us right in the middle of it. But please stay on the line with us. We're going to hear the rest of Alpha's story and the rest of the Christian Car Guy show. We might have time for your call. You call us, 866-348-7884. What a 
time we've had today here and how God has been controlling all these different situations where we were totally out of control. I, I think of the situation with the man whose mother doctor thought he was a tumor from, you know, that <laughs> to the red truck pushing it through. The, I mean, if you didn't get a chance to hear this whole show, I'm going to tell you, it has blessed me beyond belief. There will be a podcast loaded at ChristianCarGuy.com later today. You'll be able to hear all these amazing stories. If you missed any of them, you really missed something. I got to tell you, our listeners have just blessed our socks off today. We got one more. When we left our hero, Alpha, she was right at the scene of the crime. Alpha. Yeah, I hit the back end of a, I, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. I was going down Bargetown Road, and uh, the, it started sleeting. It was just right after that big snow we had in 1994. And it started sleeting. I apparently, uh, I didn't know I didn't have heat in my car at that time because I just bought the car. And uh, the windows wouldn't clear off. I hit the back end of the salt truck that was sitting at a red light. And the steering wheel hit me in the chest, come up and hit me underneath the chin. And I almost blacked out. And I asked God, I said, please, God, I can't die now. I need to see my children grow up and do well in life. And I just sat back and I came back. I didn't totally black out. I came back. I stayed so calm. Even when the fire department came and was cutting me out of the car because I had slid underneath the dash, when they was cutting me out of the car and the woman was in there trying to put a blanket over me because the sleep was pouring in on me in the rain. And um, I was just, he just kept me so calm that. I felt something in my mouth, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. I had to keep swallowing, and I didn't pay too much attention. I just stayed calm. I went to the hospital. I was calm. They didn't really think there was much wrong with me, except for my forehead had a concussion. And um, they had all kinds of doctors come in and look at one for my ankle. And they finally took me to x-ray. They had taped my hair down. They had to cut it off. They did the x-ray, and when they moved me from one table to the next to do the x-ray, I screamed so loud, then they knew that there was something wrong bad. So then they did the x-ray and saw that I had a collapsed left lung, that I had almost bit my tongue off. They took care of both of it. I stayed calm the whole time I was in the hospital, never was in the first slightest bit of pain, ever. And they said I looked like I had yellow jaundice, and they wouldn't let me see myself in the mirror. But I knew God was with me, and I knew I was fine. And you know, I, Alpha, I was fine. You know, Alpha, I know, yeah, I, I know what you're saying is true, and I hope a lot of listeners heard your testimony because it, those who know my story know I was crushed between two Jeeps, um, severely injured, and almost exactly the same thing, Alpha, in spite of the fact that it took them hours to get an ambulance up because I was up in the mountains, I felt no pain. I was amazingly calm. Everybody was like, he's going to go into shock. He's going to die. His leg is almost off. You know, it was bad. It was well, very bad. I thought bad. I was going to go into shock. And I thought that was what was happening to me, but that's not what happened. No, it's not. Because th- no. that that's when you get in. And I, I actually felt like Jesus was giving me a hug and saying, Robbie, well, I got you. That's what I felt like. I felt like he, I was just in his arms. I was going to be okay. He just told me I was going to be okay in my own heart. I knew that. I felt that. 
And when I was in the hospital and they came in and told me that I'd almost bit my tongue off, that I was going to have to have surgery, that they was going to have to put another tube in my lung, I said, whatever. You as, know, as I, plainly uh, as I could. But you know what? I, <laughs> I guess because I, I have this really bizarre sense of humor, Alta, but I have this friend that actually had cancer of the tongue and they had to cut his tongue off. Oh, my goodness. But he's, oh, his God. grew back. He told me it was like a lizard that they're... <laughs> His tongue grew back. Oh my goodness! Well, my tongue. I have What a blessing and what a testimony! And I and I hope a lot of people had a chance to hear that. I want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guys Show today. Again, if you didn't get a chance to hear all these stories, you got to listen to the podcast. When did Jesus have your back? Too. That's what we had today. Remember the labor of love, free car repair labor for single moms and widows throughout the country. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com to find out about that. Jerry, thank you. Also, let's make sure we lift up Vic in prayers this week. Yeah, our volunteer for labor love, Vic Hill, has been in the hospital, almost died from kidney failure this week. So pray for Vic Hill and his family. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And just like Alpha could tell you, Jesus has your back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.